What's up everybody, it's me again, Robert V, Real Estate Guy, back with another episode of the Up Down Real Estate Podcast, and I hope you guys are doing great, I hope you're staying warm, I know that here in the Midwest, where I'm at, it was like 65 degrees this weekend, even though the weekend before we had an ice storm, that's just kind of what we get living in the Midwest, so a lot of us are dealing with this weird like congestion or lung thing or nose thing or all sorts of it kind of combined. So I sound a little bit off, I know, but we're going to plow through this anyways because partially there's something that's been on my mind over the last week uh, that I really kind of want to talk to you guys about. And again, I, I said this a few weeks ago, a lot of the times the topics that I talk about, this isn't me telling you what to do with your life. This isn't me saying, I'm super smart, you're super dumb, listen to me. It's not supposed to be this. A lot of the things I talk about here are conversations that I have with myself throughout the week. Maybe something's bothering me, maybe something's on my mind, maybe I've got some sort of, um, you know, I'm looking inward to myself to try to figure some things out, why some things are working or not working. So this podcast is really kind of about me talking about me. That sounds kind of self-absorbed. I didn't think it was going to sound like that until it came out of my mouth. But I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm not a guru guy. I'm just a guy wanting to have these conversations. And the conversation I had with myself over the last week was a conversation about willpower. And it came about only because I saw somebody recommend a book online, and it was called Willpower, something like How to Get It, how to have it, how to keep it, something along those lines. So I've ordered that book. I'm waiting on it to get here. But in the meantime, while I'm waiting, it kind of got my brain moving around a little bit, thinking about willpower and what it is, what it's not. And I've come up with some sort of interesting thoughts on it and things that I think will really help me and hopefully help you understand how willpower is made or not made, I guess, depending on the situation. And I will say, too, that part of the reason I, I have been thinking about willpower, I think part of the reason that that book intrigued me, is because of the new year turning over. And when you think about it, a lot of New Year's resolutions come about because of some sort of failures due to willpower the year before. You know, people start saying things like, well, I'm going to eat better this year. Well, in actuality, what they're really saying is, I did a horrible job of restraining myself last year. I'm going to do much better this year. Or if it's maybe like working out, I'm going to get to the gym five days a week this week. What they're really, or this year, what they're really saying is I didn't really do what I should have done last year. They're really pointing to a lack of willpower from a previous period. And they're trying to make a resolution to say, this is going to be better now. I did a little bit of research on what willpower actually is. And in fact, the definition of willpower says, it's the control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. So it's basically saying there's two types of willpower. It's the control you use to exert to do something, so to take action, to put effort, something along those lines. So that's willpower. But willpower can also be the control exerted to restrain impulses. It's essentially saying to do nothing, to be in a situation and restrain yourself. Now, me 
Myself, I have heard for years that it actually takes effort to do nothing. That being lazy, let's say, actually takes effort. And according to this definition, that would be true. But it's funny, even though there's two types of willpower, there is the type of taking action and, and being in effort and having power, there's that sort. We always tend to make willpower, take it and put it into a negative light. Willpower always comes into play of, well, you know, I shouldn't have had that piece of whatever food I shouldn't have had, but I couldn't restrain myself. I didn't have the willpower. That's how we use it. We're always using willpower in a way where it's a negative connotation. How often or when was the last time you heard somebody say, well, I basically just used all my willpower and accomplished this awesome thing. You never hear, you never hear anybody say that. You never hear somebody say, well, you know, I wanted to crochet this hat on my own, so I used all my willpower and now I have this awesome hat. It's just not a thing. We use it in only the negative way. And it's, it, it, it seems crazy to me, even though that there, there are two types of willpower, it seems like the one that takes the action and gets something accomplished should be the thing that gets the most praise. You know, whenever you're doing, you're extending, you're, you're exhorting, exerting, whatever, control over something, that's effort, that's energy, and that's power. And it's the power to do those things that will either cause you to succeed or cause you to fail. It's the energy, it's the effort, it's the power to take action or to do nothing. So the further I looked into it, I thought, well, willpower has got to come from something. It has a source. It, 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 it's not just a thing that is coming out of the blue and created out of nothing. Where is willpower coming from? And as I thought about it, to me, I look at willpower as a direct result of your commitment to your vision. Does that make sense? So whatever your vision is, whatever you see for yourself in your life or your family's life or whatever, whatever you picture when you close your eyes and go to sleep, your commitment to that is where your willpower comes from. Whatever your commitment level is to who you want to be, to what you want to be on your deathbed, when you look back on your life, Whatever that life looks like at the end, your commitment to that now is where willpower comes from. So to me, there's three levels that gets you to that willpower, to that, to, that, to that area where willpower becomes a positive force. The first step in that is you believe in that vision. You, you've got the vision. You actually have to believe it's true, that it can happen for you. Because I'll be honest, I have struggled with myself and in my life, believing that I can have the things that I picture for myself. Now, some people can just go, hey, I want a million dollars. And all of a sudden, they're in motion and in action because they, they have been programmed somewhere along the line to think that they can just go for it. And that's great. I'm jealous of that. But there are people like me who have not had such a 
wonderful background that whenever we think of things, whenever we have visions of our life, a lot of times the initial thing that happens to us is we go, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know about that whole thing. And we wrestle with the ability to believe in the vision. But believing is the first step. You have to believe because if you don't, you can't get to the second part of what willpower is made out of. And that is the commitment to the vision. You can believe in your vision all that you want. Step one, you can believe in it. Oh yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. I feel it. I know it's coming. You know, you're just getting all pumped up. You've listened to some, uh, you know, uh, some Gary Vaynerchuk or some... Grant Cardone tapes, oh, here I go, here it comes. But if you don't do the second part of this, if you don't commit to doing what it's going to take, believing in it doesn't mean anything. And in fact, a lot of people that end up being disappointed with their lives aren't disappointed where, where they ended up at. They're, dis they're, they're disappointed because they believed they were going to end up at a certain place and they ended up somewhere different. It's not just because of where they ended. It's because they believed it was going to be different. But there was a lack of commitment somewhere in there. So you got to believe, and then you got to commit to your vision. And the third step is the actual willpower. It's the control. Believe, commit, control. That's where the willpower comes from. By control, I mean you put effort, energy, power, force, whatever you want to call it, that is what creates success. You believe in it. You've got your vision. You're ready to go. Here comes that million. Here comes that job promotion. Here comes whatever it is. You're committing to it. You're doing next whatever it takes to put you in a position to succeed. And three is the actual effort, the physical force that you put forth into the universe to accomplish this thing. That's when we, people should be saying, hey, I used willpower to become a millionaire. That means, hey, I believed in it, I committed to it, and then I did it. That's willpower. See, if willpower ends up being a problem, it's because one of those things is not right. It's not as simple as just saying, well, I couldn't help myself. I wanted to eat that extra bean burrito from Taco Bell, which, by the way, this is that's a very personal inner thought of mine. Uh, you know, so, you know, I couldn't help it. I thought three was not quite enough. So, And we treat that like it's a moment. Like it's just a, a secluded moment of our life. And so we, that's why it's not a big deal. Right? That's why we don't feel like we really need to change it because it was just a moment without realizing those moments of a lack of willpower or the inability to restrain ourselves. That's not a moment. That is a problem that actually encompasses everything we do. We only see it as moments because they happen in moments. But there's actually something behind there bigger that's causing us to do this. Now, whenever you do these three steps, whenever you believe, whenever you commit, whenever you control, you're going to succeed. Because you don't have to be good at something or talented at something or gifted at something. If you're willing to believe, commit, and then control, you're going to succeed. See, 
I think that we're too wrapped up in this idea of, wow, so-and-so is super talented. Boy, they can really dunk that basketball. Wow, they can really sell that house. Woo! Boy, look at those muscles. They must really lift a lot of stuff. And we, we treat it like there's some sort of gift. And don't get me wrong, that's not against people that are gifted, because trust me, there's people that are just next level created out there that, that have amazing talents. But there's, there's also people out there that commit and believe and control, and they accomplish amazing things without the quote-unquote gifts that some other people have. So if you do those things, believe, commit, control, you will find success. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk says a thing. He says, effort means more than people want to admit, or something that's paraphrasing. The effort matters more than most people want to admit. We want to give so much credence to those gifts and talents and all this stuff, but effort, effort isn't as sexy. Effort doesn't look as good because effort is the hard work. That's digging through. That's fighting through your old belief system. That's wrestling with who you are. That's committing day in and day out to making something happen. And that's controlling and exerting control over your actions. That's not as sexy as, boy, that's just pure talent. Woo! Boy, that, that, that guy just got it. Whatever that is. He's got it. She's got it. It's not as sexy as that kind of stuff. But it still creates success. So that's kind of where I'm at this week, guys, is, is a lot of thoughts about you know myself, where I have failed previously, and how I can try to put myself into a position to succeed better. And whenever I broke it down, believing in it, believing in my vision, committing to my vision, and then controlling my vision by taking action and, and exerting the control, which is willpower, to do the things I need to do in order to make that happen. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about this. Am I crazy? I'm just tired of chalking willpower up to these minuscule moments in life where we either have it for a second or we don't have it for a second. I think when you do that, ultimately a lot of those seconds start to add up and you look back at some point and realize those weren't moments. That was a habit, that was a bad personality trait, that was more than me just not being able to say no to something. And I want to start using willpower as a yes for something. Something that I use in a sentence that says, hey, I just felt like I wanted to build an empire, so I used my willpower and I did it. And then start high-fiving people around me, or fist bumping, or hugging or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, willpower needs to have a rewire in my head so that it feels like it's a positive thing instead of something that I struggle with. Tell me what you guys think. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram handle is, um, I just about forgot it, a real estate guy. And then if you want to reach out to me old school through email, you can send me something to Robert at chooserobert.com. That's C-H-O-O-S-E-R-O-B-E-R-T.com. That's all I've got for you guys this week. Send me your thoughts. Do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Let's help spread this conversation, get more people involved. And the emails that you guys send me, I appreciate those. I love talking to you guys. And I want to try to make sure to respond back to you. So send me what you got. I love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, see you guys. Go be awesome.